Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first. In time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king when the Mariners needed him the most. Two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here once again. And thank you so much for all your messages. I've had a lot of questions, some messages the past week or so. Let me assure you, the podcast is still alive and, and very well. Here's the situation, just so you know. I'm sure you've heard about Rick Riz and Dave Sims both being down with surgeries, and uh, Rick's coming back this next homestead, which is great. But I've had more to do than normal on the road. It's actually been quite busy, so that's the reason we haven't had a podcast here recently. When we get back home after this road trip, things will be more back to normal, so... We'll get the podcast back and going again. It's just been pretty crazy the past couple of weeks. So we'll get more normal. I'm still, things are a little different this year now that I'm with the team home and road. So still trying to work it out to make it as much as an every weekday podcast as possible. So I'm still trying to work all that out. Things are just a little different this year. This situation was a little unforeseen to say the least. So I really appreciate the patience. I appreciate the messages, but I think we'll get more back to normal when we get home. It's been a little bit uh, a start that I didn't foresee. So, but that's, that's what's going on. Just so you know, I do want to talk about last night's ball game because it's, it was incredible. In fact, the whole road trip's been pretty great. Two of three from Texas, two of three from the White Sox, which was outstanding. Mariners winning yesterday, a real thriller, 5-4 to four over Cleveland. James Paxton was on the hill, and he was great. Two balls, two strikes. Paxton twists, deals, swing, and a miss. He's got another one. Rocking up the Ks, another cutter as Kipnis waves on through. Punch out number nine for James Paxton. Paxton's pitch, swing, and a miss. He blew it on by him at 97. Some serious flames right over the heart of the plate. That's the fifth strikeout for James Paxton. He has kept Cleveland quiet through three. He tied his career high. Ten punch-outs for Paxton. At ties, the second time this year he's done it. Six innings, five hits, two runs earned, three walks, ten strikeouts. Mariners three days in a row have gotten six innings from their starter. And three days in a row, bullpen gave up a couple yesterday, but... The back end especially, three days in a row for Macasio, who was outstanding. And then Edwin Diaz, who is just on a different planet. Here comes his 2-2. Strike three called. He froze him. I'm not sure he saw that fastball at 95. Sipping right on by him. Down goes Zimmer. One away. Diaz set. Lindor goes. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. A disappearing slider. And Ramirez swings right on through. 
the punch out, and that is the ball game. The Mariners have won a thriller in game one here in Cleveland. Five to four as Edwin Diaz locks down another one-run victory for the third straight day. Edwin Diaz is 11th save, and the Mariners win five to four. So he closes down 5-4 the victory. Just a thrilling game offensively, too. One where, I mean, this Indians rotation is ridiculous. Clevenger was outstanding, retired the first eight. The Mariners then get to him for three in the third. They actually have a 4 nothing lead. Cano looks like he hits a home run, and as it turned out, it was taken back. Cleveland ties it. It's 4-4. to And then in the eighth, Kyle Seeger's third hit coming up huge. Here's the 1-1. Swung on and blasted to left center field. This one is crossed. Back is Davis. He's looking up. It bangs off the wall. Here comes Ichiro. He's going to score. Seeger into second base. He claps his hands, points to the dugout, and the Mariners have taken a one-run lead here in the eighth inning. Kyle Seeger coming up big. So a really nice win for the M's. Now 5-2 and two on the trip. Next two days are not going to be easy. We'll talk about that in a second, but certainly the skipper pretty happy with what he has seen on this trip. It's nice to have, like I said, our, our, before the ball game, our, our full lineup intact tonight. Uh, Healy, everybody chipped in, but yeah, Healy got us going in the third. I think did a nice job at first base, but uh, Seager, huge hits tonight. Uh, you know, drove the ball really well. Uh, the back-to-back, you know, two out doubles uh, there late in the game were, were, were awesome. I thought uh, Paxson, I thought, threw the ball outstanding. Probably one of the best outings he's had all year. Uh, again, pitch count got him a little bit. The long at bat against uh, Yonder Alonso uh, before the two-run homer. Um, you know, it kind of kind of hurt him. Hopefully, you know, going into that inning, he's thinking, well, we're good to go through seven tonight. Just just didn't work out, but uh, you know, outstanding outing. Very aggressive with the fastball. That a curveball came along tonight. That was much better as well. So, uh, nice win. Uh, you know, we, we did put some string some hits together. Uh, like I said, they have a very good pitching staff, and we're going to need to continue to stay on it here the rest of the series. Cano ends up with a double instead of a home run on that one play. Was it just inconclusive with what they were looking at? No, no, no. It was to be overturned because the, the call on the field obviously was a home run. Uh, you know, when you look at it with a naked eye, it looked like it did hit something behind there, but you know, replay didn't see it that way. It's been frustrating. Uh, lately, the replay really hasn't gone our way uh, on a few of these. Well, uh, you know, obviously, it's a boundary call. You know, they're looking at it in New York. Um, our guys saw it different, but you know, took a big run off the board. You know, it took five to win tonight. We just had to find a way, different way to get the fifth run. Scott, to go up against a pitcher most of your guys hadn't seen, and then the second time around with the two outs to come up with four hits in a row to string those together and get the runs, show kind of a, a good plan in their part in game? Yeah, we, we had seen Clevenger in, in spring training, but obviously never uh, the big leagues. I thought our guys made some good adjustments. Uh, Clevenger's got really good stuff. Uh, you know, we we did, you know, we were aggressive in those at-bats. I think we got on them early in the count in, in a few of those, which we needed to. He was throwing strikes, had a good breaking ball going tonight. So, again, uh, with the length of our lineup, it's nice. Once it gets rolling, you could you have the opportunity to string five, six hits together, and that's what we needed tonight. Just going with the length of your lineup, you saw Terry have to go to multiple relievers, go situational. That, that, that works in your favor, too, that they have to bring in a bunch of different guys. Yeah, it, it is. You know, when you start going to multiple guys out of the bullpen, you know, on the flip side, it happened to us a little bit. It's hard to get all those guys right on. Um, you know, our bullpen's been very good. We'll hiccup tonight. You know, Zepp left the ball up uh, to Kipnis, uh, you know, with two strikes, and, and he paid for it. Kipnis put a good swing on it. But, yeah, you know, offensively, uh, when you can go right, left, right, left like we can, um, it does make the other manager have to do some things. But, you know, uh, stick with it. It's nice to have the guys back, all of them back out there. You're going to win a lot of one-run games. Is that a testament kind of 
back in the bullpen right now, or just a lot of things? Yeah, yeah. Confidence is, is coming along. We are in a lot of one-run games. Uh, we are leaning heavily on Juan Nicasio and Eddie Diaz. Uh, we are going to need to win a few by three or four runs here. Uh, hopefully so. We can't run those guys out there every night. But uh, Juan, again, tonight outstanding. Made some pitches, uh, and Eddie's stuff was right there like it has been the last three days. He's triple kind of give a spark. I mean, he got things going. It was, yeah. D, it's a, D hit the ball really good. Um, and, and it was big hit in the game. Uh, you know, did get us going, and you know, we, we just you know strung some stuff together after that. But uh, uh, I think guys are you know happy that they're we're all together as far as the entire group. And you know, uh, the pitching has been the key here lately. Uh, the last three games, the back end of the bullpen has just been outstanding. And Paxton was outstanding again. Here's what James said after the ball game. Just attacking the zone early. You know, that's what I was focused on was getting over the plate and forcing these guys to swing early. Um, you know, I, was, I think I did some good things tonight. Um, I was upset with the walks. I'm going to walk three guys. And then uh, just threw Alonzo too many fastballs in a row, and he timed it up and got one out of here. What would you have done differently in the at-bat to Alonzo? I think uh, I needed to go to something else there, 3-2, you know, uh, off-speed pitch or even a two-seam or something like that, just to give it a different look. He uh, he was starting to time up the fastball pretty good. You know, he's a good player, and you give him five fastballs in a row, he's going to barrel one up eventually. James, if you hadn't walked the three guys, would you maybe risk the walk a little bit? You know, you'd walk three guys, you're frustrated. Maybe you throw a 3-2 breaking ball in that situation instead of something like that. Yeah, you know, you have to look at where we're at in the game, too. It's 4 nothing. Um you know, I just wanted to attack him right there. And, you know, he, he, swing, he swings it good off me for some reason, you know, and uh, he put it out of the park. But I uh, just wanted to be aggressive right there and um, hope for him to pop it up or hit ground ball or something like that. You see you kind of inching closer and closer. I know you want to get to 70, 80 innings as a start. You feel like you're inching closer than that. Could you have pushed it? I mean, I know Scott said that the longer back kind of was the reason why he took you out. Could you have pushed it again? Yeah, I felt good. I mean, I, I was still throwing pretty hard, I think, and uh, my body felt good. Um, had no issues. You know, hopefully at some point here I'll be allowed to go, you know, 115, 120 once we get into the, into the summer months. Uh, but, you know, I want to be um, – the guy that goes seven, eight, nine innings and uh, took a step towards getting my pitch count down tonight. You know, three walks kind of hindered that, but I work on cutting those out and keep on trying to get ahead of hitters. You mentioned the good things that you did tonight. What goes in that category? Uh, you know, first pitch strikes, getting ahead of guys, um, trying to be 1 2 instead of 2 1 um, once uh, after three pitches. You know, just trying to get early outs. This team's winning a lot of close games. I mean, feel some kind of build in that area, just the ability to win those one-run type games. Yeah, we fight. You know, we didn't give up. They didn't either. You know, that's why they came back and made it 4-4 there. But our guys uh, did a great job coming back from another run on the board, and that bullpen shut them down after that. It, uh, you know, can't say enough about Eddie. You know, he's he, thanks. He's uh, he's been great. You know, he comes in and shuts the door. He's been awesome. And that's a big reason why we've won so many one-run ball games. You know, I think he's got, what, 11 saves now? I mean, he's just been unreal. So that's, yeah, a lot of that's credit to him. So Mariners take the ball game, and that's on the heels of two one-run wins in a row, taking out the White Sox in the final two games of that series, both by one run. A game that was one nothing. that was awesome. I mean, the pitching was fabulous. So they win that game. And then another narrow one-run victory as well. The bullpen, uh, three innings, didn't give up a hit or a run. Just completely dominant. Didn't walk, no base runners. Uh, Fanning, just a handful along the way. It was Mike Zanino 
blasting one out to give the Mariners the lead. Here comes the 3-2. Swung on and clubbed to right field. This is deep. Back on it is Thompson. Warning track looking up. It's into the Mariners' bullpen. See you later. Mike Zanino bashing one the other way. And the Mariners have taken the lead. Zanino's second blast of the season. His second extra base hit of the game. And the Mariners on top, 4-3 to three here in Chicago. And then Edwin Diaz closes that game down. I mean, he's just been invincible. In fact, Scott Service talked about it before the game. Just the steps that Diaz has made from last year to this year. He's gone to the next level, and he's frankly one of the best closers in the game he's maturing i think he's you'll see him kind of gather himself when he throws a couple balls that you know are running up out of the, the strike zone to kind of put it all together step off the mound get back in tune to what he's supposed to be doing whether it's a little you know uh, pointer mechanically or what he needs to do there so eddie's in a good spot throwing the ball great uh, hopefully we can get him out there again tonight yeah so i feel like we have a ton to catch up on a lot of conversations i'll be playing a ton of stuff especially when we get home Next week, so we'll be catching up on some stuff. But I do want to get one conversation to you. Shannon Dreher is really interesting with the new bullpen coach for the Mariners, Brian DeLunis. Probably don't know a ton about. Very interesting guy. Very interesting background. So, uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy this conversation. So, Shannon Dreher, Brian DeLunis, we'll be back next week. I can't wait to talk with you more. I've missed you. Thanks for being here once again. <laughs> we'll talk next week. Shannon Dreyer here at Guaranteed Rate Field, where today we learn a little bit more about new bullpen coach Brian DeLunis, who took a very interesting path, not just to the big leagues, but to organizational baseball. This is his first gig. Before this, he ran a performance center in St. Louis, where David Phelps was one of his clients. When called to check in on Phelps' rehab this winter, the Mariners liked the conversations they had with DeLunis, who has a history of working with big leaguers and helping in their off-season development. You know, uh, Ryan Stanek and... Kyle Gibson and, and uh, uh, you know, David Phelps, obviously, uh, Jake Odorizzi, um, you know, a handful of, of, of major league guys. Um, I work with a lot of minor league guys in the offseason. And so, uh, you know, and then I've talked with some different uh, director of player development and uh, di different people in different organizations about what they needed out of those guys in the offseason. But as far as uh, being in a big league camp or even in a pro camp, it, you know, it was, it was really zero. So everything... Uh, you know, from, from showing up and where do you go and who do you see and everything's been brand new. And it's, it's been, uh, I don't know that everybody knows that, you know, <laughs> so it's, so it's been incredible. It's been interesting because it's like a lot of things that people take for granted, whether it was the playing experience or whether they've coached at different, different, you know, different organizations, different levels. Uh, everything has been brand new for me, which has been awesome. Now, again, I, I think at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you go over and your guys are throwing and, and you catch a couple of flat grounds and uh, you get to play catch with Marco. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's still coaching. Um, that part of it's still coaching. And uh, and for the most part, those guys just want to know that you care about them, that you can help them, uh, that you can help the team win, you can help them win and help them develop. And uh, and, and it takes a while to earn that trust. Um, so so that part of it is it was nothing new. I mean, you know, I've done that a lot of times. and. And it's just a better athlete. You know, it's still the same thing as, as coaching. So. What got you turned on to the biomechanics side of things? You know, honestly, I think a little bit of it was my own, um, I, I guess, if you want to call it a failed career. Um, you know, I, I pitched and, and I ended up getting hurt and um, had, a, had a pretty good arm in high school and, and ended up getting hurt. And 
Um, and then I just kept trying to pitch and, and pitch for about five years after uh, college. And, you know, I just um, I walked away from the game, so to speak. And, and then I got called back from a good buddy of mine to to come back and, and be his pitching coach. And, uh, you know, at that point, it was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I, I better kind of know what I'm doing. Um, I, I realized I wasn't going to have, you know, a 10 year big league career to, to kind of earn guys trust. Um I wasn't going to have a, a long minor league career to earn guys' trust. Uh, I hadn't been on the bus rides and those kind of things. So uh, I needed something to, to be able to, you know, show these guys, hey, I can help you. Because, um, cause, you know, telling them what it feels like to, to start, start an all-star game or start a playoff game, that's not me. I, I, I can't bring that to the table. Uh, but, but telling them how to uh, better get that fastball on the outer half or, or how to how to make their changeup look more like their fastball, those kind of things that are things that I can help with. And and not every guy who pitched at a real high level can help with that. So um, that kind of got me started trying to figure out how to keep guys healthy. Um, you know, injuries, I think, unfortunately, are part of the game. Um, but but it's always a quest to, to try to keep guys healthy and make a move as efficient as they can. So that's what really got me started in it. I think people will look at you if they do any quick search and they'll see velocity guy. Yeah, right, Is yeah. That's something that you can bring no, to this I, level I, right I, here in a, at a 25? So the way that I put it is, is um, you know, I, I've never really considered myself a velocity guy, and, and we don't try to, uh, you know, find velocity in dark corners of the room. I think the big thing is I've always looked at it from a, from a situation of helping guys move more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and take stress off the arm and and typically when you feel better you're going to be able to throw a little bit harder and and if you're moving better you're going to be able to throw a little harder it's it's one of those things I think the number uh, as, as of a year ago was one of those things that in professional baseball I think it was about 97 percent of guys would, would end up kind of losing velocity so to speak once they sign a contract once they start their professional careers and it's not that they're they're technically losing that velocity it's just that the focus shifts a little bit um, all of a sudden, it's, it's velocity, velocity, velocity to, to get drafted and, and to get signed and to get a high, high you know, signing bonus. And then once you get here, it's about command and, and getting outs and staying healthy and, and, and advancing. And so some of that is just the goal shift. Um, but, you know, all the research really indicates that there, there's not a direct correlation there between, you know, if we tone it down and just try to throw strikes, we're not necessarily going to have better command. Um, so that, that's really been my focus is can I – can I get guys healthy? Um, can I can I can I try to help them move more efficiently? And, and by throwing more efficiently, usually the side effect is, is better arm speed. In Delunas, the Mariners have added a guy who won't just be answering the bullpen phone. The intent: bring what a lot of pitchers look for in the off season to help advance their performance into the season. See you later. 